Hello and welcome back. This is our third episode of The Property Pod, your one-stop shop for all things property related in Ireland. I'm Megs Barrett, Managing Director for Mortgage Navigators. I'm David Sweeney, Solicitor with PropertySolicitors.ie. And I'm Anya McLaughlin, owner of AML Property Services in Cork. And today we're talking all things property with mm-hmm. Anya. So Anya, I suppose, look, we're here in a market, we're listening to everyone talking on the radio and the newspapers, all, all this sort of stuff that there is a lack of supply, that we're in a property market where prices are still inflating, people are finding it hard to get mortgages, no properties available. What's your review on it or where are we at? So I think we can all agree that um, it's very dysfunctional at the moment. Um, now, house, house prices do appear to be stabilising. The rate of increase has slowed down outside of Dublin. Mm -hmm. So from 2.44 to 2.05%. Demand is the massive issue. Um, I think that in combination with the performance of the Irish economy at the moment, I was reading somewhere unemployment rates at the moment are... 4.1% 4.1% yeah. and that's at lowest that's since, really low, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, low yeah. since really 2001 Ever, yeah. um, so there's several pa- factors that are impacting supply uh, number one is the cost of building and yeah. the length of the planning process this is a huge yeah. huge issue it's just taking so long for the planning for properties to get off the ground and then of course cost of building increase in population this is another really important factor i think to to discuss as well it's the first time in 171 years we have oh, we've gone over 5 million yeah. people okay so i think the government already know and CSO are bringing out all these facts. Yeah. We're increasing population, increased population. We need more properties. So they they do need to, um, they, we, do, we do need to do something about that. I think it's really important as well to, you can't talk about the property market without talking about the rental property market, which is just, it's, it, there is just so many issues with this at the moment. Um, we're just but seeing the max. There's yeah. issues from landlord point of view and the tenant point of view, isn't there? Absolutely. You know, it's it's, it's, it's not it's not all one side. It's not all in favour of landlords. You know, a tenant might say that, but the tenant, like both sides, are having difficulty now, aren't they? It's it's not a leave, uh, uh, It's not a level playing field at all. Yeah. Um, I suppose when you look at uh, the all of the rental restrictions that have come in the huge amount of changes to the Tenancy Act of 2004. I think over the last two to three years specifically, um, that has just, it's its become, a, it's a minefield of information. Um, so I suppose if you look, if you were, if you owned a property and um, so we'll say, Max, you own a property here and yeah. David, you own a property here, you are getting 2,000 euros a month mm-hmm. um, because you, you had adjusted the tenancy amount over the last couple of years David didn't because he was like my tenants are sound yeah, yeah, you know happy, I'm going to yeah, ha- yeah. happy yeah, yeah. and the no realisation is you might be getting a thousand so okay. then you realise someone else is is, is um getting double getting yeah. double but there's that aspect of things but, but probably then as well if if myself and Mags are both borrowing on that investment property and all these interest rates are gone up absolutely I'm under a tighter <coughs> squeeze to pay back my increased mortgage repayment every 100%. month 100% and I'm also now restricted I can't raise my rent yeah yeah. Um, I think the really big stinger at the moment is landlords who are on tracker mortgages okay. yeah they're caught yeah so I think is it like two I was chatting to someone they, they were saying they were paying about 2.2 2.3 and they were going up to the close to 8% yeah absolutely yeah. well look if they were on a tracker mortgage and they came in early they probably started at a lovely low 1.15 yeah. mm, ECB 1.8, yeah. nine times later is at <coughs> 4. 
two five or four point yeah. five, yeah. and so they're up well high, and another one looming. But they also is that the lending for a landlord is very very stringent. You know what I mean? It's seventy percent sure. max loan yeah. to value. It is not the three point six five percent that you're looking at in the market. You're looking at interest rates of you know five and a half, five point seven five, six percent. So they're cut that way as well. You know they're not incentivized actually. Yeah, um, there needs to, to be some 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 sort of incentivization there. Do, do, do you think though? Um, because uh, say I, I'm a solicitor, you're an auctioneer, real estate agent, you're a mortgage broker. Yo, we had to get qualified yeah. to perf- now to, to perform our jobs day to day now. And we went through a process, whether it was college or some kind of education or practical. A landlord doesn't. Someone could wake up tomorrow and say, look, I want to start buying property. Do you think there's some better regulation in that there has to be a better line to cross to decide that a landlord should be a regulated occupation rather than someone decides I have some spare money and going to invest in property? Well, it's probably not a very good investment choice if you just have one property yeah. anyway, Dave. Okay. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, like, any landlord that has just one property and is heavily financed on that property yeah. is not making money on that yeah. property. And they're now. the highest... You know what I mean? That's the highest percentage of landlords in it Ireland. Is? They it own is. one to two properties. Um, I think last year was in excess of 80% But th- that that's they Those people probably became overnight landlords. They did. They just decided, they oh, this sounds good. Yeah. I'm going to buy this property here and now five years down the line... This is where the problem But arises. that was probably in a normalised market when we had supply. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean sure. by that? Like, going back to your initial point where we're at the highest population in Ireland of 5.1 yeah. million, right? Um, go back to 2006 when we had properties coming out our ears. We were delivering 111,000 properties to yeah. a population of 4.1. And the cost and here, of finance was down as well? Well, it was at 4.2%. Okay. So the actual okay. interest rate was potentially higher than what we are at the moment right but the problem now is that we're delivering a measly 30,000 and we think we're doing great things when it's not sufficient you know what I mean and you know coming to with a housing policy saying we're going to hit the 30,000 this year not good enough we probably need 60 or 70,000 houses per annum absolutely but we need a range of different types of rental properties at the moment uh, we need the short term ones because we have people who are visiting tourism you know short term um, uh, contracts that people have at work of course you have people who are more transient and they are only going to be working here for one to two years and then of course we have the long term tenancies so when you say the short term do you mean like Airbnb style that they've taken out the the, the usual year lease that you might give a residential tenancy yeah like they have but there is a need for that yeah. market as well. Yeah. So we need a combination of all types. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to rental, 100%, I think a combination of everything. There's not just one solution. Absolutely. And I think at the moment we're just going, everything should be long term. Yeah. And yeah. not everybody wants long term. But I, I, there is a mix of many things that are affecting it at the moment. Um, but we just need more incentives for yeah. um, landlords to stay in the market because people sure. need rental accommodation. Yeah. And it, I, well, we're just speaking about lands. What about the t- tenants then what are the difficulties they're facing is it just that they feel that they can't get out of the cycle of paying rent and saving for a house absolutely so i think one thing when i meet tenants is that they are they really want to get their foot on the property market or the property ladder and they think i can't you know but when you look at things that they're they're paying a specific amount of rent every month for a long term um so it's really important that they reach out to um someone like mags and have a discussion about um you know mortgages that are available the help to buy scheme which i think is like a secret scheme that lots of people don't know about 
out and the availability of yeah. what's there. But again, the, the supply, there's a huge lack of supply of properties in areas where people want to buy. And that's exactly the problem is that it's the location of the property. So we know, you know, the government have a policy now where they're trying to build urban <laughs> I mean, but yeah. unfortunately, not all of the 5.1 million are living urban and we have an issue with planning permission out in the country um, sides and, and people trying to move back into the localities. Um, yeah, and it's really difficult. When people are looking for a house, it, there's usually three things, isn't it? Location, uh, the price of the house and the, uh, the state of the property itself. And you try to weigh up. Yeah. I'll take two out of those three things. Yeah. One, maybe if it's a really good location. And it's a de- you know I might pay over the odds for it. Is that what you're finding, or is it all location, location, location? Location is really, really important. Yeah. But it's not as important to other people, not to everybody. Some people are happy to be on um, further away from work because they would prefer to be beside the sea and within proximity of 30 minutes. But of course, it depends on whether they drive <coughs> or whether they rely mm-hmm. on public transport, whether they have pets. Things like that do um, they do, do come into into play. Their location is really the, one of the most important yeah. things. Some people prefer a larger property and be further out of the city, yeah. and other people are more about location. Um, but I think the number one thing people need to do is when they're looking is to set the budget. So once you have your budget in place, you have to factor in extra things. If you are looking at a second-hand property, you have to bear in mind there will be renovation costs that you will have to think about. So that's that's one separate thing. But there are costs incur once you get your mortgage approval and the extra costs. Uh, so we're starting with valuation report, engineer's report, solicitor's fees, yeah. stamp, stamp duty, duty which is a big... Yeah. Yeah, so uh, these are extra costs. And I think, Max, when you yeah. are doing, you know, when you're going through a mortgage approval with, with somebody. We factor those in. Yeah. We do. So, like, obviously, you need your 10% if you're a first time buyer, 20%, well, actually, 10% now for movers as well, right? Um, but we're factoring in do you have the 10% plus the 1% for the stamp duty, as you said, two, two and a half thousand for the solicitor, 150, 250 for valuations. If it's a second-hand property on you, structural engineer's report is recommended eight fifty approximately. I was about six, about yes, yeah, yes, depending, yes. Yeah. Yeah, depending, depending on where you go, um, and they all are extra. And going back to the 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 previously owned property on you, do you think we have more of supply of previously owned properties now, or is it new builds? in the market like are we stabilizing or is it where where are we at do you think there is definitely more second hand well in well in central locations absolutely there is nothing really there's not a huge amount of supply in central areas that are in the new bills Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. of course you won't qualify for some of those schemes that you had discussed um but it's really important that you have your approval in principle before you go looking for a property often i get emails to say oh i love the property i i went online and i I went into the calculator and it told me I will qualify. I'm not a mortgage broker. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't. And it's not guesswork. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's really important that you have your information. Um, that you're, you're approved. That you're yeah. approved. You can, show, you can yeah. buy it. And once you have your approval, then it's you need to check your location. Where do you want to live? What, yeah. what, what, what do you need in your vicinity? And talking about second-hand properties, because, you know, first-time buyers are definitely incentivized to look at new. We know that for a fact. But at the same time, they shouldn't overlook a second-hand property. And especially someone, a property that might need works, right? So mm-hmm. they go down to you. They're approved for 400,000, purchase price 200,000. So there's budget in there. The bank will lend to them to 
do whatever works that needs to be done to the property and and bring it up to great spec in, in often the case. Absolutely. And and I find as well, some of the older properties are in better locations. Yeah. You can put your own stamp in it. But it's really important to factor in the price of works because yeah. um, that varies so much. Yeah. And there's been such a huge increase. Yeah. And usually when you do factor it and prepare to have the cost doubled and the time tripled. Yes. Like, yes, 100%. Yeah. We'll always build in a 10% yeah. contingency yeah. in a way, folks, just to protect you, but it could be 20%. Mm. Like I'd always say to them, <coughs> tell your engineer, be good on the pencil. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then it's another important thing to it, during the conveyancy process, if you're looking at specific prop- properties which have structural issues, that may affect your, your mortgage as well. Sure, yeah. your ability to borrow, yeah. And we have that, unfortunately, in Cork City in particular. Um, we have subsidence yeah. issues. We flood plains. All of those I think nice we stuff. We could talk a full episode on that. Because <laughs> episode <Yeah>. fourteen to <laughs> really. <laughs> okay, I think that brings us to a natural conclusion of this week's episode. I've been David Sweeney of PropertySolicitors.ie. I've been Anya McLaughlin of AML Property Services in Cork, and I'm Mags Barish, Managing Director of Mortgage Navigators. <laughs>